Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. week Wednesday afternoon with you. We're on the eve of the NFL draft, a couple of days away from another college baseball weekend, and we are glad to be with you. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky on this Wednesday. The ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. That's the number. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says, so here's the real deal, the best plan for one or two lines $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. Noblecspire.com. It is so rare that I am able to add a story to the show that Michael Borky has not already seen, covered, added to the rundown, and has us all lined up and ready to go. But sometimes news comes out after we have our visit in the morning and Borky finishes the rundown, and today is one of those days. I'm just hoping I didn't miss anything when I read through, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's on page three. You missed it. Why don't you read it, Richard? Very likely. That is altogether possible. We now have an order, a day-by-day schedule for SEC media days, and when the teams are going to be there and when the coaches are going to speak. I didn't miss that, did I, Borky? No, that uh, that came okay. out after. Yeah, I um, thought that was the case. I was just yeah. making sure. Like I, I, I even double checked just to be sure. We were without SEC Media Days last summer. It's kind of strange, and I'm not. Look, I, I mean, we we know that it's not like you have a bunch of breaking news or whatever. It just kind of feels like the beginning of the football season. Third week of July. July 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd are the dates. On day number one, that um, the festivities get started right around lunchtime, Dan Mullen, Ed Ogeron, and first-year head coach at South Carolina, Shane Beamer, will be the three that come to the podium, along with players from each of those schools. Day two and day three will each feature four schools, two in the morning, two in the afternoon. On Tuesday, July 20th, Kirby Smart, Mark Stoops, Lane Kiffin, and Josh Heupel will be Lane Kiffin's first SEC media days. Wednesday, July 21st, Nick Saban, Mike Leach, his first SEC media days. Jimbo Fisher and Clark Lee from Vanderbilt. And then on day three, I'm sorry, day four, July 22nd, my anniversary. Arkansas, uh-huh. Sam Pittman, Auburn's Brian Harson, and Missouri's Eli Drinkwitz. So you get um, Shane Beamer, a first-year head coach on day one. Josh Heupel, a first-year head coach on day two. 
Clark Lee, first year at Vanderbilt on day three. Brian Harson, first year at Auburn on day four. Four first-year head coaches. Sam Pittman and Eli Drinkwitz entering their second year. Mike Leach entering his second year. Lane Kiffin entering his second year as well. So you will have eight coaches making their SEC Media Days debut this year. Saban and Leach on the same day. What a what a what a twist of fate. How how different can two guys be? Can't wait to see that. I feel bad. I can't for wait Clark for this. Lee. Yeah, he's he's he got screwed. I can't <laughs> wait. Kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to go to Hoover for this. You ever watched Clark Lee give an interview? He's actually, I have not. He's actually really impressive, and he'll probably do really well in that setting. And not a single person there is going to care at all. Not on Saban, and, I mean, especially Saban Day, but even with Saban the ever-interesting Mike Leach and Jimbo. And Jimbo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as impressive as he is, I mean, yeah. he might be asking people to interview him instead of the other way around that day. Hey, sorry for the uh, – if, if you are watching on the oh, um, sure. the live stream on C Spire TV, I, I promise you this is nothing more than a blue and white striped shirt. But we got the whole psychedelic thing going today. He killed that thing with his bare hands. Like, is there a certain spot if I if I just like sit like this and lean the whole time, it's okay? Took that right. zebra off a lion on the uh, out near the, on the Serengeti. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's uh, what it feels like. Does that make you guys a little bit excited? A lot of bit excited, man. I, I'm I am not one of these people who moans and mopes about SEC media days. I think it's a great time with you get to see a lot of your friends and you talk about football all day. What am I not supposed to like about SEC media days? So that and the fact that it's another step on the the the, the turn of nature is healing. I'm super excited to see these dates. I, yeah. I just appreciate that they're putting it on because I mean, let's be honest here. Even with cases going down and vaccine readily available, all that stuff, it could have been very easy for them to be like, you know what, COVID, sorry, we'll do it virtual. That could have been the easy, more convenient route for them to do it, and they chose not to. So shout out to them for that. I think maybe the thing that the SEC really has going for it in terms of let's push forward, let's make this happen, even if not everybody else is doing it this way, is the SEC Network gets four days of content in July that is something other than just spring games being replayed or jumping into its top 25 games from the previous year. And, I mean, I don't know if that drives the conversation at all on this or not, but uh, the SEC's full speed ahead on this Um says the SEC Network and ESPN will once again bring the four-day event to a national audience. Media registration for the event will begin in early June. It's always nice to get that email as well. So Dan Mullen, Ed Ogeron, and Shane Beamer on Monday. Kirby Smart, Mark Stoops, Lane Kiffin, Josh Heupel on Tuesday. Nick Saban and Mike Leach, Jimbo Fisher and Clark Lee on Wednesday. And then Sam Pittman, Brian Harson, and Eli Drinkwitz. I feel like for the last... Bunch of years. I, I, I don't feel comfortable putting a number on it because I don't know. But it feels like Ole Miss and Mississippi State have been on the second and third day in one order or another for a bunch of years in a row. And I like that. 
They never lead off, and they're never on the last day. So, yeah, you're definitely right. Yeah, the last day this year, with all due respect to the coaches that I'm sure work very hard, what a snoozer. I, I yeah, mean, you're right. whichever one They'll, is last on that podium, that room will be empty for that guy. That's why, that's why they always put Auburn or Alabama on the last day to keep people around. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. all your local media, they, they will always have Auburn or Alabama go last. I feel Eli like Nick Saban has last. said... I feel like Nick Saban has said we we will go on day three and we will be part of the morning session. <laughs> like he tells them when he's going to arrive. Yeah, yeah. he sets because the Alabama, for everybody. You know, he, he wants to be there when Leach talks. He wants to hear what Leach and Jimbo have to say. I'm <laughs> not worried. He's not worried about Orgeron and Mullen. Do you think he expressly said, "Do not put me on the same day as Lane Kiffin"? Yes. Like I don't want to be in the same building as that guy. <laughs> Lane would have seeked him out on purpose. Oh, they just followed him yeah. around. Lane would have gotten somebody's camera and started asking Saban questions. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss spirit. I would like to ask you something. <laughs> well, hey, we'll credential him. Put him on our team. He could sit down and do do an hour of the show with us and everything. Yeah. So that's fun. And, you know, it was going to be in Nashville this year, but they didn't think they were going to be able to have the splash that they wanted to. Um, I actually think that we are trending toward a much different setup for SEC Media Days that is not too far down the line. Uh, and, and, and I don't know that this is going to happen, but I do know that it's been discussed. There's some thought into turning SEC Media Days into SEC Media Nights and trying to make it kind of a fan-driven event, especially if it finds a home in Nashville and people show up for it. I mean, there's this there's this kind of pipe dream that SEC Media Days in Nashville turns into like a miniature version of the NFL draft a couple of years ago. I think that may be a little bit ambitious from a thinking standpoint. But do you think it would be cool if they turned it into a uh, a nighttime event with some primetime programming spread out over the course of four days? uh, Schedule your bachelorette parties accordingly, if that happens. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, man, like the beginning of a NASCAR race. You ever watch... Most of the broadcasts don't really show it, but if you're at a NASCAR race like an hour early, they do these driver intros with like a stage and stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Covering Mississippi State, Brian, hey there. Well, it's more for the... Oh. I I think it would be for the participants, not so much for those covering it. Sorry. Hey, Dad. Either way. Either way. There might be a little bit of pushback in that in so much as basically every radio show runs from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. Yeah. We could stay home if that were the case. Not, not like anybody is uh, is is doing the, the 6 p.m. to midnight shift that's on Radio Row. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if it'll go like that or not. Sports Talk Mississippi just getting started with you. Deuce McAllister will join us next. We'll talk draft with him. 
From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Looking good so far this afternoon. Some minor slowdowns, 49 southbound at the Florence exit. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. No wrecks or breakdowns cause any major problems. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Deuce McAllister joins us right now, former New Orleans Saints running back, all-time leading rusher in franchise history, and the color analyst on the Saints radio network. We are now Deuce on Draft Eve I thought there was an interesting story at NOLA.com today. Amy just wrote that uh, in since 2006, 
when Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton had their first draft together, there have been 21 in-draft trades, and 20 of those 21 have all been trading up. Saints sitting at 28 right now for their first-round pick. Do you anticipate movement in terms of where they draft on draft day, or do you think they're content with where they are? Richard, I guess the question, the trivia question would be, when did they trade back? I mean, because they have been aggressive. They have been very, very aggressive, and so I don't think that trend will change. Um, They don't mind moving as far as future draft capital. Uh, They don't mind moving draft day capital if they have a player identified. I mean, you go and look at what they did with Tommy Stevens. They traded, you know, a a, a few picks to be able to move up and get him, and most people were like, well, why did they do it? Well, they had an inclination that uh, Carolina was going to take him, and so the Saints traded picks to be able to pick him just so they didn't have to try to fight with Carolina uh, as far as – and that was his preference as well to go to Carolina. But, I mean, they've been aggressive. The Saints have always been aggressive, and I think that they will be aggressive again. The question is, what player are they targeting when you talk about moving up? And when I say aggressive, I look for them to move up maybe five to six, at best maybe seven spots. I don't think that they will get into uh, the top 15 or the top 10 or anything of that nature. 2012 is the last time the Saints did not make any in-draft trades, but that is the year they made the trade, the Reggie Bush trade, that involved draft picks. And um, so, so, yeah, active during the course of the draft. Is it fair to, to kind of label Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis as aggressive deal makers? I mean, we talk so much about the salary cap and moving things around and, you know, maybe worrying less about the future. Are they aggressive deal makers, and is there a master plan in place? I think it's a very aggressive deal makers. Just saying aggressive isn't probably good enough, and I think very okay. aggressive is how you have to categorize those two. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, yes, there is a master plan because they feel like, hey, look, this player will elevate us to a level that we need to be at. You know, yes, sitting there at 28, there's some uncertainty. Uh, you don't kind of control your destiny as far as the pod of players that you have ahead of you. And he, he, he doesn't mind one bit giving up a second, giving up a, a, a future one, or even, you know, obviously combining uh, four, five, and six to be able to move and uh, to be able to move up and get a player that they think fits what they're trying to do. So whether it's at 28 or if it's, you know, to use your words a second from a second ago, as many as seven spots up to 21, what do you think the first round goal is? What's the target for the Saints? And that could be a specific player or maybe it's a specific need. Cornerback. Cornerback or there, there, there's two thoughts. You have to be able to feel outside linebacker. You have Demario Davis. Outside of Mario Davis, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that you have a long-term answer at the other linebacker position for the Saints. And normally, you would say, well, you know, it, it, it's three linebackers, but the Saints play so much nickel. They play so much big nickel with three safeties. They have to be able to find another linebacker that can contribute with Demario Davis. There's a train of thought out there that you will be able to go and get Quan Alexander back. That is correct. But you're also banking on Quan Alexander being healthy coming off an Achilles injuries. And I saw, you know, I think last time we spoke, we talked about him maybe doing some drills and he, he is doing some cutting drills, but you're putting a lot 
a lot into saying, hey, look, this guy's finally going to be healthy uh, for 16 games, and he hadn't done that maybe but once throughout his career. And so uh, right now you don't have a number two cornerback. You, you let Janoris Jenkins go. He's with the Tennessee Titans. So those, those are two spots as far as starters on your defense that you have to be able to address. And, you know, whether you do it via draft or you feel like you can go and sign a young, young uh, older person uh, after the draft as far as a free agent, that may be the case. But you've got to start injecting some young blood into those two positions specifically. Deuce, do you think they're – and I heard what you said about maybe not moving up, you know, into the teens or, or you know, the you know, in that 12, 13, 14 range. The, the two most talked-about corners in the first round have been Patrick Sertan out of Alabama and J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. And clearly the most talked-about outside linebacker has been Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Are the Saints so in love with any of those three that they would do kind of a whatever it takes to get there to try and get one of those three guys? Or do you think there's somebody else that maybe they really have got the the bullseye kind of sighted in on? I think those three guys would cost you too much capital. I mean, if if those three guys get to about 15, then yes, you you, you try to figure out a way to make the move. But I, I think those three guys are going to cost you too much draft capital to be able to move up and get one of those two. And you know, there there, there are a couple other players that you have comped pretty good that may not be at that elite level like those three, but that you could probably get around that eighteen to twenty one to twenty three range uh, that 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 can come in and help you immediately and doesn't cost you everything as far as draft capital is concerned. All right, so after the first round, I mean, so much of the draft discussion revolves around the first round, but if we're being honest, so much of the team building happens in two, three, four, five, maybe even into the sixth round. So beyond got to go get a corner or a linebacker in the first round, what do you think the overall direction is for, for New Orleans over the course of the three days that begin tomorrow? I think that there still has to be some addressing. You have to address the depth. I mean, when you look at the Saints team, you lost a lot as far as um, very good players, but you also lost some depth. And that's one of the things that they have to kind of address is being able to add some quality pieces, guys that can come in. They may not be a day one starter, but I can spot play them. I can give them 20 plays. I can give them 30 plays. They can be a core special teams player. So to be able to add some depth is one of the things that they have to be able to do. And then when you add that depth, at some point, the second rounder, this young man that I'm giving 20 plays, he has to be able to play 40 plays or 50 plays, a complete game. That may not have to be this year, but that's what you want to uh, eventually develop them into to, to being. So when you look at it, uh, do you do you address interior as far as uh, offensive linemen, maybe adding a one, one player there? Uh, you would love for a player to have the ability to be able to play center guard or guard tackle, you know, you can always look for that type of player. Another player that they, they have to address is the tight end position. Uh, you let both of your your top two tight ends go. Last year you did pick Adam Troutman up as far as the tight end. He will be the starter, but you have to be able to address and get some young players in there with him. So tight end is another position that you look at. And I, I think at some point as well, you have to go and draft a receiver. And what I mean by that is a guy that can stretch the field. You know, uh, last couple of years, the Saints haven't really I think we lost Deuce. 
me try and uh, reconnect. Only had a couple of minutes left with him. He was going down the, the wide receiver route with you know the ability to try and stretch the field, add uh, what a complimentary piece for uh, for Michael Thomas. Um, I, I was looking at the the most recent mock draft from Charles Davis at NFL.com. I think Charles is a, a really good guy and really level headed. I mean, all of these are to a certain degree kind of spitballing and you know trying to gather information and see what makes sense. He's got Elijah Moore going to the Tennessee Titans at 22, which would be farther up the board. Deuce, you were talking when we lost you just a second ago uh, about a wide receiver and ability to stretch the field. Where do you think Elijah Moore from Ole Miss fits into this first round? Or, or does he fit into the first round? I was, rock, I, I was rocking and rolling too, man. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Not I, bad, I, think man. I had you at stretching the field, and I kind of picked up saying complimentary to Michael Thomas. Yeah, well, it, it, it's basically the last couple of years, just because of father time and, and, and with the offense, how they had gotten away from stretching the field, I think they have to get back to that with two strong-armed quarterbacks, being Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. So I wouldn't be surprised. You know, this this, this draft has some guys that have those uh, attributes as far as stretching the field. I wouldn't be surprised if they do go that direction at some point. But uh, Elijah Moore, I have him going anywhere between 18 and probably Probably 40. Yes, that's a large window, but you're going to yeah. start to see a lot of those kind of, I don't want to call them a specialty skill set, but he's a slot receiver. He, he, he's a guy that can come in right away and help you on special teams, but it, it, it really just depends. Anywhere from 18 to at latest 40, you should see Elijah Moore come off the board. Hey, if people want to listen to your coverage of the uh, draft tomorrow and into the weekend, how can they find you? I will be, uh, in our market, it will be WWL, you know, 870. Uh, I'll also be doing some television stuff with uh, Fox 8. It's our, uh, it's probably Fox 40 in our market. They may carry some of our stuff, but I will be on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and wrapping it up on Sunday as well. So looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. Big weekend on the big 870 WWL, and I think you can listen online at WWL.com. Deuce, thanks so much. It's going to be a fun weekend. We appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you, guys. Deuce McAllister on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, early clouds turning mostly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 66. Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 85. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, slight chances of rain, high near 73. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable, non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to AcousticWaveMS.com. The spring saving spectacular at Mazda of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right, spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or 1500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our Spring Saving Spectacular, only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit on select models. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A chain that specializes in supplies for growing marijuana is set to open a location in Mississippi. Based in Denver, Grow Generation has announced plans to lease a 40,000-square-foot space in the capital city following the adoption of Initiative 65 back in November. Despite its adoption, the program could be struck down by the state Supreme Court as it reviews the arguments in a lawsuit questioning the Constitution of the state's initiative process. And President Biden will deliver his first joint session address to Congress tonight. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki outlines what the president plans to discuss. He will lay out the American Families Plan, the specific details, and discuss a number of other issues that are important and major priorities to him, including expanding access to health care and addressing putting in place policing reforms. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an Everybody Plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. 
Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. says the Saints are going corner or linebacker early, but sometimes Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton surprise us all. Would you guys be shocked, like fall out of your chair surprised, if the Saints went wide receiver in the first round? Not even a little. I've seen some mocks doing that. I mean, I've seen Kadarius Tony. I've seen Elijah Moore. Uh, to the Saints in a couple of mock drafts. No, wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, I mentioned Charles Davis a second ago. He's uh, an analyst with Fox and also writes at uh, NFL.com. He's got his day before the draft final version mock draft. Um, Lawrence one to the Jags, Wilson two to the Jets. I mean, I think there is universal... Has anybody knocked Zach Wilson back from number two, or does everybody have him going two to the Jets? Might as well etch it in stone. Okay. Three is where it gets interesting, because there is there's a lot of um, disagreement on what the 49ers do with the third pick. Charles Davis says they go Trey Lance. A lot of people have Mac Jones going there three. And Charles Davis says, easily the most intriguing quarterback in the draft. Can he be the next Josh Allen? I believe so. At four, Kyle Pitts to the Falcons. And this kind of feels like consensus. Although I was listening to a um I was listening to a national radio show last night and Somebody pointed out that, you know, the Falcons really can't lose in this draft. Other fans may find a reason to get mad. But if they take Pitts, nobody's going to second-guess it. If they decide to take a quarterback, nobody's going to second-guess it. If they go, you know, maybe if they went wide receiver, which Pitts is really a wide receiver, just a really big one, if they went wide receiver, not named Pitts, there would be some second guessing. But if they went for a defensive stud for a team that struggled so mightily on the defensive side of the ball, there probably wouldn't be a lot of second guessing for the Falcons at four. And and you said wide receiver. You're right. You know, Pitts is clearly the top guy there. But if they took Jamar Chase, we're really gonna really gonna nitpick on that one. Yeah. Uh, Charles Davis writes, Trevor Lawrence is understandably the guy in this year's draft as the top-rated quarterback, but Pitts is arguably the best overall player. Falcons pass on a QB in order to embrace his talents. We'll see. 
Bengals taking Jamar Chase at five, and Joe Burrow does a dance in the streets, right? Get him some offensive yeah. line help as well. Well, I, w- I was going to say that. If you're Joe Burrow, would you rather Jamar Chase, who you played with and you know what he brings to the table, or going after Panay Sewell, where you think that you've got your left tackle for the next decade in place? I saw a picture of Burrow uh, doing the, when they were modeling their new uniforms. The scar on his knee makes me think I would take an offensive lineman. <laughs> but it looks like that's not going to be the case. It does look like it's going to be uh, a receiver, which is interesting because the next pick is the Dolphins, and they're sort of apparently leaning towards Sewell, who's a left tackle, but Tua is left-handed. So I don't know how that works. Well, maybe you move him over to the right. I mean, maybe it's still a blindside thing, depending on which way the quarterback throws. Yeah, I just I wonder... Yeah. And I'm not saying I have a whole lot of insight into what offensive linemen do because I played 1A football, but it is different playing left tackle, right tackle. But I wonder, you know, I never played with a left-handed guy, so does everything flip? And it is just sort of the same thing. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. They did yeah. get a left tackle in free agency, as it turns out. So um, at least that helps address that particular need. But I was reading something earlier that you'd be shocked at the number of quality linemen you can get in rounds three, four, and five. Yeah, it seems like the time to get them, too. It seems like there's a ton of big guys that just get picked up and quality guys. Yeah. I mean, um, this mock has Jalen Waddell still going at six to the Dolphins. We'll see. Got Detroit taking Micah Parsons at seven. That guy's so good. It's, it feels like a can't-miss kind of pick. Yeah. It's just smart. Like, in the first decade that he plays, assuming he plays a decade in the NFL, it feels like he makes half a dozen Pro Bowls and is all pro a time or two. Yeah. And that maybe that's overselling it. I don't know. All right, big news today, as the Carolina Panthers have traded Teddy Bridgewater to the Denver Broncos, and so that makes this make a lot of sense with the eighth pick in the first round, Carolina taking Justin Fields out of Ohio State. That makes a ton of sense now. Now that they were able to get rid of Bridgewater, you have Fields sit behind Darnold for a year, and then you make him your guy. That makes sense. What this do does you, for do you have him sit behind a year? He might just win that job. Maybe so. I I, I think you'd be better suited to sit a rookie quarterback as as best you can. Um, and you, if Darnold performs, you could have a pretty significant trade piece as well. If he looks good in that one year, you could get some value out of him as well. So that makes a ton mm-hmm. of sense for Carolina. Kind of a galaxy brain thought here with Denver, though. It's only a six-round pick. You didn't give up anything for Bridgewater, if, if we're totally being honest. They got him for, for free. Um, part of me wonders... If Denver went ahead with this trade, because a lot of people thought they were going to draft a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance and have him compete with Drew Locke, but they went ahead and made this deal for Bridgewater, who I think would be an upgrade over Drew Locke. Do you think that means their guy is not, they know their guy's not going to be there and they don't want to trade up for him? Mm, 
Maybe. Because especially if Fields is going to go right in front of them, maybe that's their guy. I saw yeah. somebody earlier insinuate that they're... I mean, the, this whole Mac Jones thing to San Francisco... Uh, I mean, Kyle Shanahan said yesterday they want a quarterback that can run. You know what Mac Jones cannot do? Yeah, he's, he's certainly not... He's not a runner. He said they want a quarterback that can beat people in similar ways to Lamar Jackson. Well, that's not Mac Jones. No, it's not. So he could absolutely have been, not. He could have been just smoke screening then, or the whole Mac Jones. This is all a mess. And if to me, this strikes me as Denver thinks that their guy might not be there. So you might as well toss a six to get Bridgewater, who's stable and solid. You're not winning a Super Bowl with him, but but he's a, a nice bridge quarterback to when you can get another chance to get your guy. That's what this struck me as. They well, think that their guy won't be there. What if it's just a calculated risk by Denver? Could that they know the hit rate for quarterbacks in the first round is probably 40, 50, maybe 60% in a good year. And Teddy Bridgewater is a known commodity. Like They know what they are getting with Teddy Bridgewater. Talented, solid NFL quarterback, probably not a 10-year-old franchise guy. No, he'll be a good person to have in the locker room. He'll do all the right things, and he can win you 10 games. Yeah, he's a fine player. Yeah. If if win you ten games is what we're talking about, Teddy Bridgewater, a sixth round pick. I mean, they might as well just give him some pocket change. That's a total total thievery. Yeah. Uh, Broncos with J.C. Horn at nine. A little bit of a change from the majority of what we've seen for the Dallas Cowboys. Rayshon Slater, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern, at ten to the Cowboys. Charles Davis writes: Yes, the Cowboys have screaming needs on defense, but they also have invested heavily in Dak Prescott and need to begin the process of upgrading their offensive line. Slater can start at guard until it's time to move out to left tackle. So that's an interesting possibility because I think out of all the mock drafts, and there are a million of them out there, I think this is the first one where I've not seen Patrick Sertan's name (laughs) at number 10. Everybody thinks that's what the Cowboys are going to do. Giants at 11 taking the edge rusher out of Michigan, Quiddy Payne. Eagles taking Patrick Sertan at 12. Chargers taking Penay Sewell at 13. Man, what if he falls all the way to 13 and then becomes a 10-year starter at left tackle protecting Justin Herbert? I'd be shocked if he mm-hmm. fell that far, but I'd be amazed. Herbert, at that point, at that point, everybody's trading up. Everybody's trying to get that kid. Yeah, you're probably right. Which could also put Los Angeles in an advantageous position. If he's still there and they don't have to go that route, maybe they get some good stuff in return. Uh, Vikings, the offensive lineman out of Southern Cal, Elijah Vera Tucker. How about this? At 15, the Patriots taking Mac Jones out of Alabama. Mm. That makes more sense than mortgaging your future at three, but hey, I haven't blown a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, so what do I know? More coming up with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call 601-605-4443. Well, for the most part, looking pretty good. There is an accident, I-220 southbound. The right lane is blocked uh, just before Clinton Boulevard. That's 220 South. Just before Clinton Boulevard, right lane is blocked due to an accident and debris in the roadway. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell and good friends gathered round. The good old games are being made right now. It's a tailgate party on game day. It's a welcome to the neighborhood. It's another anniversary of the start of something good. It's sharing bluebell ice cream as the evening sun goes down. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Jay and the Rez, is it true that they bumped Hunter Renfro back down back down to the minors? Hey, Dad, do you know? Just looking online after I saw that, I don't see that he sat out, uh, I guess, is today Wednesday? Yeah, he sat today out today. Today is Wednesday. But I haven't seen a move from the Red Sox that says that that's happening. There's, no, there's nothing on Red Sox Twitter that says they, they have uh, sent him down, so... Mm, all right. Uh, just curious, does a Joe Burrow have any say-so on the draft? No, 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 that kind of stroke yet. Brady? I mean, I would think that, yeah. wouldn't you think that there would be a conversation? Hey, this is the direction we're thinking, or no? He's a rookie. I mean, I guess his second year. I mean, maybe some, but, it, you know, say would be, would imply that he could say that he has some 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 impact on their pick, as opposed to "Hey, this is what we're going to do," kind of thing. Yeah, just letting you know we're looking wide receiver here, but not what do you think about us taking wide receiver here? Yeah, and I think that's more what I meant. Not like, "Hey, you got a preference? We go get Jamar Chase or Penay Sewell." I, yeah, that that conversation is not happening at all. But, Joe, obviously you were on a different side of this last year. You know, we have invested heavily in you. You're the future of our franchise. Just kind of as a courtesy, here's what we're thinking and here's why we're thinking it. And if he has a question, then he asks. But but that's kind of what I mean when I say conversation. Not like input, per se. This is not a Drew Brees, a Peyton Manning, a Tom Brady. uh, And I don't know that those guys, frankly had a lot of input into what New Orleans slash Indianapolis slash New England, Tampa Bay do, did. I'd be willing to bet Tom has a lot more influence now than he did in New England. Yeah, you might be right. Different coaches, very different styles. And what's crazy is, so Tampa's going to be the first team ever to return all 22 starters from a Super Bowl champion. First team ever. So, wow. in this, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they went quarterback at the end of round one. Apparently, people love this kid from Stanford. Davis Mills? Yeah. Yeah, good player. I saw a mock, I think it was Chris Sims, which, you know, take it for what it's worth. He had Justin Fields falling all the way to Tampa Bay and them taking him with 32. One of the part which point, guys offered him his spleen. If Fields go yeah. 32 or worse, I will give you my spleen. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I mean, if you really like him, apparently um, he's Mac. Okay, I heard a comparison today that said if he and Mac Jones switch places, he'd be going number three, 
Mac Jones may be slipping into the end of the first round. That they're basically the same player. One just happened to play at the greatest football dynasty maybe of all time, at least in college, and the other played at Stanford. That they have a very similar skill set and ability. So if Davis Mills were to go at the end of the first round, we're talking about six quarterbacks in the first round? 20% of the first round draft picks quarterback? And you can probably bet Mond going in the second. Kyle Trask going in the second or third. Couple of other messages. As a former lineman, the tackle swap is an easy transition. Okay, I'll trust you on that. We uh, we get a picture of Miles Brennan with uh, cap in hand and gown over shoulder while wearing an LSU football jersey. It says, "Check out how big my boy is now." Yes, he is not the skinny young man that left the state of Mississippi to go be part of LSU football four years ago. That's been a big storyline for for LSU media. This isn't what? a linebacker he's big? or a defensive end. Like, okay, he put on ten pounds, but can he read progressions and throw the football? I mean, so if he's two thirty five or two fifteen, what's the difference if he can do that? Kyler Murray is tiny. He's a eighth grader playing quarterback in the NFL. I mean, why are you trying to sell me that? Oh, he bulked up. Well. And it's not like he's going to run the ball 30 right. times a game. I mean, yeah, but it did look, Miles Brennan, when he first stepped on campus at LSU, looked like he was going to get broken in half. Yeah, and so did Mac Jones. If you look at the mugshot of Mac Jones' DUI, he's very skinny back then. He's uh, <laughs> he's gained some weight, but that, that's a weird storyline that they're pushing. Is oh, well, look out for Miles Brennan. He's put on some weight. Well, so? I mean, is Brady thick? What does that matter? He was. He was when he came to the NFL. He's not now. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, people putting on weight. Why not? Celebrate it. What do you guys think about Kyle Trask? Haven't heard his name a lot, and he put up Heisman numbers this last year. Be a great third or fourth rounder or somebody. It does feel like he has slipped as this process has gone along. Because we had a lot of people screaming, first round, first round, first round for Kyle Trask while the season was going on. And now it's more like late second, early third. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Eric Sorensen from D1 Baseball next. Your home for all this sports. America's Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Heroni's Tree Force. 601-345.fm. I'm Steve Rappaport. The FBI raiding the New York City apartment of former President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Agents seized his electronic devices. It's part of the ongoing criminal investigation into Giuliani's dealings with Ukraine and whether he broke lobbying laws while representing former President Trump. During the Trump administration, the Justice Department had blocked the warrant the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan had wanted, but that was lifted under the Biden administration. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, Giuliani's lawyer, says the equipment taken contains privileged attorney-client information. President Biden is expected to pitch another big spending bill in his address to the nation tonight. A $1.8 trillion proposal designed to cover the cost of community college, preschool, and family and medical leave. The earners in the highest tax bracket would pay 39.6% of their yearly income in taxes, up from 37%. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. America is listening to Fox News. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A bill passed by the legislature will allow power companies like Entergy and Mississippi Power to assist with the expansion of broadband access. Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley explains how. They won't be going into the Internet business themselves, but they'll be able to lease that excess space, that excess capacity, uh, to broadband providers to serve out into rural Mississippi. And it's going to be a, I think it's a monumental. Presley told Super Talk that he he believes the bill is among the most progressive of its kind in the South. And grants are now available for theaters, music venues, and other live venues which were impacted by the pandemic. Applications are being accepted for $16 billion in grants through the Shuttered Venue Operators Program and will be administered by the SBA. Eligible applicants can qualify for grants equal to 45% of their gross earned revenue. To learn how to apply, visit supertalk.fm. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost, on-the-job training, and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. You get ready now, go get over, don't you? Step on my boot with it was canceled last year due to the pandemic, but Tupelo's Blue Suede Cruise rolls back into town this weekend. So far, over 650 classic cars are registered. You can check them out and enjoy a host of festivities Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Bancorp South Arena. And the original deadline for Real ID was October 1st of this year, but that has now been extended to May 3rd of 2023. That's the date when U.S. travelers must be Real ID compliant to board domestic flights and access certain federal facilities. Mississippi Congressman and Homeland Security Committee Chairman Benny Thompson said pushing back the deadline gives Americans added certainty as they return to traveling. If your driver's license has a star on the upper right corner, it's already Real ID compliant. 
News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News on air and online. supertalk.fm. Visit Ridgeland presents the Art, Wine, and Wheels weekend, April 30th through May 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park. Events include Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Natchez Trace Century Ride, and a Friday night, April 30th kickoff party. Visit ArtWineAndWheels.com. Follow Visit Ridgeland on Facebook. Hashtag Visit MS Responsibly. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie affair. Yep, yep, yep. Eric Sorensen would qualify as a friend in low places. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Eric Sorensen, D1Baseball.com. What is up, my brother? I am the... I am the uh, chairman of Low Places. So, yes, thank you for having me on and with that song to intro me with. <laughs> you probably more than anybody can speak to this. We yeah. talked for a while yesterday about Fairfield, who is sitting yeah. at number two in the RPI and right. probably shows some of the flaws of the RPI and the way this season is being played. But that's kind of sure. another conversation. Um you guys are the most recent projection of the field of 64, and I know that's primarily Kendall and Aaron and, and Mark that put that together. Have them as a three seed. Yeah. We were debating whether or not they should be hosting or not, and it feels like the answer to that is no, <laughs> but should they be a three seed? Yeah, that's. I think a three seed would be about right, uh, just because, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have talked about it enough, but the RPI doesn't really, especially for teams, you know, the Big Ten and the and the Metro Atlantic, which Fairfield plays in, they're just playing them playing uh, conference games only, so they can't really. It's it's hard to justify how the RPI rates them because they're not included with the rest of the country, yeah. uh, as Boyd Nation explained on his site. So yeah, it's, I think a three seed would be about right because they seem to me to be a really good team, a really good Northeastern team. And we've had in recent years, like Columbia a couple of years ago, had a pretty good RPI for an Ivy League team, and they ended up getting a three seed and playing down in the, uh, I think it was against Miami. They went to the regional finals, actually, against Miami before they lost. So I think Fairfield would fit into that category this year. I think that's a fair assessment. I know they've got an RPI of number two, and people might say, you know, they might argue, well, you give everybody who's got a number two RPI on a home regional every year, but... It's a different kind of year this year, and I, I think everybody understands that. Eric, why does Charlotte deserve to host? Well, if if they keep playing as they are, their RPI, I think last I saw was in was like in the number ten or twelve range. I think yes, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, number twelve. 
And right now they're leading Conference USA. They just took three out of four from a good old Dominion team who's also in the top 20 of the, uh, of the RPI. So Charlotte's a team that's never – Rich, you know those guys have never been on anybody's radar, it just about seems like. Um, and this year they're finally just putting everything together. I, I think Coach Lauren Hibbs has done a great job. And, and the Conference USA, sneaky strong. They've got four teams within the top – I think it's the top 20 – Top 25 of the RPI, top, or 26, because Louisiana Tech just dropped down to 26. So, yeah, they're a team that kind of, they deserve it. If they're, that right now they're in first place dominating at 17-3 and three in the conference. They keep that up, and the Conference USA, is, you know, their RPI in, as a conference is number six. Yeah, I, I think they've got a good facility there, and they've got a good team. The odd quirk of that is they're playing Old Dominion for the second week in a row this coming weekend. They're going to play four games against them, so... That's only going to help their RPI as well. So, yeah, look, look at Charlotte. They're one of the best non-Power 5 teams out there, and I think that's, uh, that's, that's worth celebrating for the first time in a long time for the, for the 49ers. Is the example of how precarious that can be, though, for a conference like Conference USA, who's got Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech and Charlotte and yeah. Old Dominion all, I mean, is the example from last weekend where Louisiana Tech slips up and they lose twice to Marshall, who's sitting at 230? Right in the RPI, and then all of a sudden Louisiana Tech goes from a lot to host to now they're a number two seed somewhere? Yeah, yeah. That's And, Rich, we've talked about that in years past. That's kind of the – that's just the position of a, of a non-power female, of a mid-major. You just have one bad weekend. It, it happens all the time. And me being an Omaha native, I've followed Creighton for years. They just have one bad weekend against a team in their conference like, like Louisiana Tech did against Marshall, and it'll just sink you. I mean, for luckily for Tech, I say only. I mean, that's a huge step going from hosting to a number two seat on the road. But, yeah. you know, it, it could be a lot worse. So, And we got to look at that because Charlotte's going to be playing Marshall in two weeks. So that's four games. You just lose one game against those guys or a team like that, and it's really going to sink you. I think that's one of the kind of unfortunate disadvantages of a mid-major because, you know, an Ole Miss or a Mississippi State, if they lose a weekend in the conference, obviously they're not going to drop a lot, especially if it's just two out of three. But, man, Louisiana Tech, you lose to Marshall. It's, it's going to cost you, man. Ole Miss a really good example. They've lost four consecutive weekends. They haven't been swept in any of them, but they've lost four straight weekends, and they're now just on the outside looking in, according to D1 Baseball, in terms of hosting as a two-seed. So let's talk about Ole Miss just for a second. They host South Carolina this weekend. Given the fact that we're about to make the selections on the 16 host sites, for Ole Miss, is it as simple as... Win the series this weekend, and you're one of the 16 sites. Lose the series this weekend, and you're traveling. That, that's a great way to put it. I think that's true. I, I say I think that's true. Then again, you lose. Again, their, their RPI is not going to get – unless they get swept. That's the key. You're, what you said was right. The key was they haven't been swept in any of those weekends, and that's big, especially in the SEC. You just, you just try to stay above water a little bit, and, and that'll be it. You know, they're still 10-8 and eight in conference. I think it could come down to that with, with South Carolina. If they lose two of three, yeah, I, I think it might cost Ole Miss just because you can't go strictly on the RPI this year. Right now their RPI is 15. It probably won't drop that much if they lost two out of three. But I think it just has a, has a bad look once if you're going, what, four or five weekends in a row and not winning a conference or not winning a, a weekend series. So I, I think that's well put, Rich. You did a, you did a good job with that. You're, you're, bri- right. you're brilliant, of course. It's kind of you. You're you're lying, but it's kind. Uh, We talked about this yesterday with regard to what's at stake for Ole Miss, and we just addressed that with you. 
Mississippi State, it doesn't feel like there's a lot at stake this weekend, so I'll kind of go the same route. Is it as simple as if Mississippi State wins the series against A&M this weekend, status quo, they're a top eight seed, nothing to worry about. Losing the series, though, would likely knock them out of that top eight spot? Yeah, possibly. I I think that's right. Still, number five is really solid, and to me, Texas A&M's really been a pedestrian team this year. I can't imagine Mississippi State would lose this series or even get swept. Get swept. It would have to be something no. really tragic. And, and, and I'll give it to Mississippi State. They're the first team that beat Jack Leiter, so that's that's pretty strong. They didn't win the series against Vanderbilt, but I think that's a straw in their cap too. But yeah, if if it does happen, they tank it. I think it'd be a bad it'd be a bad showing for for Mississippi State. But you have to remember, they also get South Carolina next weekend. So if they go to South Carolina and win two out of three or win that series, that's going to put them right back before the announcement comes out on the 12th. It's going to put them right back in position. So not a do-or-die weekend for State, but, yeah, let's not make, let's not make a big trip up against the Aggies. Eric Swordson been covering college baseball for a long time, right now at D1Baseball.com. He's on your radio right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. So Game 3, Ole Miss, LSU. LSU leads 9-1 to in the bottom of the eighth inning. Ole Miss scores nine runs. They come back, they walk it off in the ninth. Um, yep. You know, plenty of drama in that game, and we talked about the fact that Ole Miss lost the series. How big of a missed opportunity was that for LSU in terms of just getting into the postseason? They haven't missed a postseason since 2011. Yeah, that that was. I mean, it wasn't a crushing blow, but you, you, you look at what they're at. They're at six and twelve now in the conference, and and to me, yeah, you've got to bring that above the Mendoza line, and that was, you know, that was. It's every every game is big. For LSU, even though their RPI is great, again, you know, asterisk next to their RPI, but LSU's got to win some more games, and they got an opportunity against Arkansas this weekend. So yeah, that was a <laughs> poor guys. That was one of the biggest, the biggest choke jobs out there that we've seen this year, unfortunately. But uh, LSU's going to have to. The good thing about them is after Arkansas, the schedule sort of, if you want to say, lightens a little bit. They got Auburn and Texas A&M in two of their last three weekends. But every game matters for LSU right now, and I think that was a big misstep for them. Where, where do they have to get? Do they have to get to 13 in the league or 14? Yeah, I think they got to get to 14. I, I just, to me, so that well, they got to go eight and four more. over their next 12. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing, and and that's, that's yeah, doing that in the SEC is tough. And to me, I mean, even so, that that still wouldn't do it for me. I'm I'm a little more harsh. I think teams with losing records, especially in this year where teams aren't playing a lot of non-conference games and some are playing none. Yeah, you really got to have a, a 500 mark or better. But yeah, I think you're right, though, Rich. I think the NCAA Selects Committee would look at them strongly if they got 8-4 and four down the stretch and got to 14 wins in the conference, especially if they augment that with a decent run in the SEC tournament, which they always kind of seem to turn it on when they need to. Yeah. I'm not sure I saw enough this weekend to make me think that they can make a run in Hoover this year, but we will uh, we'll certainly see when it yeah. all shakes out. All right, Eric, 90 seconds left. Give me the two best stories in college baseball this year. Okay, well, I'm a little bit... <laughs> I'm a little bit biased because I saw them this week in New York, but I love Fairfield. I know they're not really the number two team in the country, but that's just a great story that they're unbeaten. I mean, still, you go out there against teams that are pretty equal to you, and you win every game out of 25 times with one forfeit. That, to me, is pretty amazing. I think that that is still the big, the big story to me. 
second biggest are stories like, I want to say like, Notre Dame, uh, uh, Pitt, okay. um, uh, not BC as much, but Virginia Tech. These teams in the ACC North, as I call it, have all been playing really well. Louisville, too, even though they got to turn it up a little bit. But that would be my second biggest story is the ACC North, as I call it, has done really well this year in, in, in spots. And, been, and all those teams have been ranked at one point or another. Good stuff, as always. Eric, thanks for joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for sharing the airwaves, Rich. Eric Sorensen. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. That debris in the roadway 220 southbound at Clinton Boulevard has been cleared. No more delays through there. Not seeing much of anything elsewhere so far this afternoon. Pretty much an easy drive. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to Acoustic Wave ms.com are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy if so then you are ready for an x mark this is david frederick with frederick sales and service and if you're ready now is the time to take advantage of special x mark pricing and special x mark financing with zero percent financing and payments that won't start for 150 days that's five months before your first payment and still zero percent interest you don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand so stop by frederick sales and service on old highway 471 in brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the xmark mower that best suits your needs at frederick's we are the xmark experts 26 years of award-winning selling servicing and supporting our customers with legendary xmark quality Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. 
Sports Talk Mississippi to the junction in the Grove and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. So uh, a couple of fun conversations with Duke McAllister in the 3 o'clock hour and Eric Sorensen here in the 4 o'clock hour to start things off. Also, Chris Doring will join us. College football analyst, the SEC Network, former Florida Gator. Uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk about some of the SEC guys that will be drafted in the first round tomorrow with him. And also, we'll, I'll be interested to... Um, Get the perspective of a, a former outstanding wide receiver who followed the SEC closely. What what he expects in terms of the draft for Elijah Moore, but less of what he expects in terms of the draft and more of what he expects Elijah Moore in the NFL to be like. So we will uh, get to that a little more than an hour from right now. We have two new... Projected fields of 64, one from D1 Baseball and one from Baseball America. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you're going to like one of them more than the other. A little bit of a tease. Uh, D1 has Arkansas number one overall paired up with Nebraska. Nashville number two. Vanderbilt paired up with Pittsburgh. TCU now is the number three overall seed, paired up with uh, South Carolina. South Carolina hosting in Columbia. Mississippi State, the number four national seed, with Southern Miss as the two, Miami as the three, and Jackson State as the four. Friends, that would be a fun regional in Starkville. Yeah. Three Mississippi teams. That's really cool. And Miami. Yeah. Like one of the great national brands in college baseball history. That would be awesome. I've always said Starkville and Miami have a lot in common. So, Have you now? Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> they have restaurants. Uh, Starkville opposite the Charlotte Regional. The Charlotte 49ers. The Florida Gators is the two, North Carolina as the three, and Northeastern as the four. Forgive me no. for doubting Charlotte. Don't you think one of the either the two seed or the three seed would win that regional? Yeah, Florida strikes you. But that being said, and all due respect to USM and everybody else, but that is as clean a path to Omaha as Mississippi State could possibly have. Completely agree. I mean, I, I honestly think Southern Miss would be the biggest hurdle. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But 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 now that said, not not only the biggest hurdle. I think that probably evokes maybe a little bit of nervousness if you're Mississippi State, knowing no, the yeah, arms yeah. that Southern Miss has got. Yeah, and and just not not that I think they're the players or the coaches think about that kind of stuff, but the fans certainly would. The 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 thought of getting knocked out by USM. Provide a little extra pressure. We've always talked about the potential of state and Ole Miss meeting in a super regional. I and mean, meeting up with Southern in a regional like that is there's pressure there too. 
Yeah. Hey, you guys are selling uh, Charlotte short. You don't walk into Robert and Miriam Hayes Stadium and come out victorious too often. 1,100 screaming 49ers fans are going to make it hard on Florida. So capacity is 2,200? Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. It will be 600. Well, f- 550. 550. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess they could use. I mean, there's a nice minor league ballpark downtown there that they could use if they wanted to. That would make sense. Yeah, it's a beautiful downtown ballpark. Yes, it is. What is it? Uh, BB and T. It used to it's be truest now. I think. Oh, oh, that is also truest. Yeah, I mean, so BB and T and what was a big bank based in Atlanta that merged? Wells Fargo, right? No. No, it was Bank of America, wasn't it? BOA? No, <laughs> we're over two. Um, yeah, Truist Field in downtown. What was the Charlotte. original name of the Braves' new stadium? SunTrust. SunTrust. Yeah, yeah. SunTrust and BB and T merged and became Truist. There you go. Yikes! Yeah, this park is incredible. You've got the the downtown, all of downtown, directly beyond the outfield wall. It looks sweet. Play there. Yeah, I think that'd be a better setup. But maybe you lose the home field advantage if you do that. I don't know. I don't know. What did I say the stadium was called? Robert and Miriam something stadium? Robert and Miriam Hayes. Hayes, yeah, Hayes. Robert and Miriam Hayes stadium. Sorry, Miriam Webster, different deal. My bad. (laughs) My bad. Uh, Number five, National Seed, Notre Dame. Okay. Paired up with the Louisville Regional to a 5-12. Louisville with number two seed Ole Miss, number three seed Indiana, and number four seed Moorhead State. So, just for the record, that's Chris Lamonis' best friend, Chris Lamonis' former school, and Chris Lamonis' biggest rival, all in one regional. He might be tuned into that one when State's not playing. He might. Dan McDonald loves Chris Lamonis, by the way. They're bros. That's in yeah. every sense of the word. If yeah. Dan McDonald eliminates Mike Bianco from this particular postseason. I can see people's eyeballs twitching right now. Oh, my gosh. Could be worse. Could be Cliff Godwin. Godwin, too. But, but there's something about McDonald that would make it especially painful for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, going from number one in the country to getting eliminated on the road in a regional to Dan McDonald would just be... I mean, spontaneous combustion has never happened, at least confirmed. We might get case number one if that goes down. <laughs> uh, let's see. The number six national seed, Oregon. Hey, look at Quilter Northern making the trip to the Pacific Northwest. Well, they wanted that's where you know trees make paper. They wanted to go see them. And that is opposite Stanford. Ooh. Tennessee, the number seven national seed with Virginia Tech, South Alabama, Western Carolina. Opposite the East Carolina Regional, where Georgia is the number two seed. And then finally, Texas at eight. With Louisiana Tech as a two. Dallas Baptist is a three, and New Orleans as the four. Go privateers. Opposite the Tucson regional. Okay. 
Arizona, Oklahoma State, Santa Barbara, and Grand Canyon. It's fun. I know there's, there's a lot of differences in rankings and in, in RPI versus the seedings and all that. But, like, I mean, if you look at D1's poll, Texas is third, but they have them as the eighth seed. Yeah. Te- Louisville is seventh nationally in the D1 poll, but they're a 12 seed. Uh, let's see here. Here's what Baseball America has to say. Uh, Arkansas, number one overall, opposite Ruston, Louisiana. Alabama, the three seed in Ruston. That's a pretty good field. Ruston, or, uh, Louisiana Tech, Florida State, Alabama, and UNO. That's a great field. Wow. Isn't it? That's, yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt. Well, I mean, nothing like a really challenging opening weekend in uh, regional play with Indiana State, Fairfield, and Lehigh. We just talked about Fairfield, the number two RPI team. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> and the Sycamores, uh, come on. Opposite Stanford. Uh, Baseball America has Texas as the number three national seed with Florida, Tulane, and Oral Roberts. Ooh, that's not fun. That's a tough regional there. Opposite the Oxford-Mississippi Regional. With Southern Miss as the two. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, baby. Georgia Tech is the three. (laughs) They're coming for you, Richard. They've heard what you've said. And UConn as the four. Ooh, that's not an easy four. That is not an easy regional field. Talk about Eaton Crow. If Georgia Tech eliminates Ole Miss, Richard's not going to know how to handle himself. That those two projections underscore. Uh, I mean, we've said it five times already, but it bears repeating. Just how important this weekend is. Yep, yep. It, it's right. win, it's winter go on the road for Ole Miss. Yep. I think we're comfortable in saying that now. Uh, four national seed from Baseball America is Arizona, opposite the Columbia South Carolina Regional. Louisville, the number five national seed, opposite Charlotte. TCU at number six, opposite uh, Oregon. Tennessee, number seven, opposite Notre Dame. Mississippi State, number eight national seed. With Miami as the two, South Alabama as the three, and Jackson State as the four. Opposite Greenville, North Carolina, East Carolina, Old Dominion, North Carolina, and Rhode Island. It's two... Pretty favorable roads to Omaha, if you will. Hashtag. Assuming Mississippi State plays to their capability in the postseason, based on those two projections. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. More with you after the quick timeout. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, early clouds turning mostly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 66. Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 85. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, slight chances of rain, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. 
This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to ccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Live music is back in 2021. Light it up, let's get this show on the road. Sticks. Collective Soul. Father's Day, June 20th, Brandon Amphitheater. Reserve seats on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com or the venue box office. Sticks. Collective Soul. The Return. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A bill passed by the legislature will allow power companies like Entergy and Mississippi Power to assist with the expansion of broadband access. Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley explains how. They won't be going into the Internet business themselves, but they'll be able to lease that excess space, that excess capacity uh, to broadband providers to serve out into rural Mississippi. And it's going to be a, I think it's a monumental. Presley told Super Talk that he he believes the bill is among the most progressive of its kind in the South. And grants are now available for theaters, music venues, and other live venues which were impacted by the pandemic. Applications are being accepted for $16 billion in grants through the Shuttered Venue Operators Program and will be administered by the SBA. Eligible applicants can qualify for grants equal to 45% of their gross earned revenue. To learn how to apply, visit supertalk.fm. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. In the 494th word of a press release that the NCAA sent out last night at 9.06 p.m. Sorry, yeah, that was last night. The organization snuck in a casual mention under the heading Other Business that embattled President Mark Emmert received a two-year contract extension and his deal is now going to run through 2025. I don't lie to you. That was how the story from Yahoo Sports began. Listen to some of the quotes. Stunning President number one, I am shocked. Many people thought it was time for a change. Overdue, actually. President number two, wow, I am befuddled. President three, simply baffling and unanimous at that. President four, wow, apoplectic is the right word. That's how Mark Emmert is viewed at the presidential level outside the Board of Governors. That was four different presidents reached by Yahoo Sports on Tuesday night, late into the evening, after the Board of Governors' decision stunned them. Another source pointed out that the Board of Governors' agenda isn't shared, which is why the news of Mark Emmert's extension through 2025 caught presidents off guard. What are they doing? What is going on? Where was hand raised guy? Does nobody on the board of governors read the room? There's something to be said to having a willing scapegoat. A guy who's just willing to go up there and like, look, I'll look like the idiot, just keep paying me. 
That's what the NCAA has here. They have a guy that they that, that nobody else wants to take the heat for name, image, likeness, or or you know student rights or anything like that. Nobody wants to get up there and be the guy behind the podium having to answer those questions. But Mark Emmert will do it. He'll be like, yeah, yeah I, I'm willing to stay on board and take the heat. You just got to keep paying me. I have no two and a half million a year. You pay I have no self-respect. In a year, I will do those press conferences in a Ronald McDonald costume, face paint and all, every day for my job, nine to five, all year long. The comparison that was made on this show a while ago uh, between he and Roger Goodell. So the draft is going to happen tomorrow night. It's in Cleveland. the The crowd is going to be semi socially distanced, although there's going to be a crowd of a few thousand people. They will boo him when he takes the stage. Because NFL fans hate Roger Goodell. They think he's awful. Patriots fans think he's corrupt. Saints fans think he's corrupt. Every fan base has a reason to hate Roger Goodell. But at the end of the day, he's really, really good at his job. He just signed a $110 billion television deal. The NFL navigated everything that's happened over the last two years better than any other league. Uh, television viewership for everything except for the NFL is plummeting. It is the most watched, most consumed, richest organization in the United States of America, and he's the leader of it, and it keeps growing. He's good at his job. What does Mark Emmert do that is good? What is, what is his redeeming quality? NFL fans hate Goodell, but but he's good at what he does. What is the redeeming quality? Of the head of the NCAA today, what has he done lately that you can make an objective opinion of good? Here's what bothers me. We hear this all the time when it comes to the NCAA. The NCAA is, is made up of its members. If you don't like the rule, change it. Well, hold on a second. Is that really how it works? Do we have 350 votes that are out there? And if there's a rule that we don't like, we can put it up for a vote, then we can change it and allow the membership to change it? Or do we have the Board of Governors who decides what gets changed and what doesn't, what's going well and what's not? Are you curious who's on the Board of Governors? The Motley Crew. Former Secretary of Defense, Robert Gates. Mark Emmert, (laughs) Chancellor, University of Colorado, Chancellor, North Carolina State, Chancellor, University of Wisconsin, President, Oklahoma State, President, Texas State, President, UGA, President, Houston, President, Buffalo, AD, University of Pennsylvania, President, Morgan State, President, Northern Arizona, President, San Diego, Georgetown, Athletic Director, Pittsburgh State, President at Emporia State, President, South Carolina Aiken, Athletic Director, Bates College, part of the New England Small College Athletic Conference, President, Hamline University, Minnesota Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, President, North Central College, the College Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin. What is a general catalyst? That's how Ken Chenault is is uh, mentioned. 
Mary Sue Coleman is the president of the Association of American Universities, and then for good measure, Grant Hill. That's the NCAA Board of Governors. You got a lot of people on that list that really know what kind of issues today's student athletes are facing. Just for the record, by the way, I would do my press conferences as the big Lebowski with the white Russian and everything. <laughs> Two and a half million a year. That's right. just your opinion, man. Somebody made a great point that this board, I mean, to your point, I mean, schools that you've never heard of, academics that don't really care, their power, they don't realize what their power is. College sports has outgrown academics making decisions in it. That that board should be made up of athletics people, people that have spent their life not teaching a business class or a science class or a math class and then getting into university leadership and ultimately becoming a president one day after a career in academia. But somebody that after that worked in college as an intern in an athletic department and then after that got hired as an assistant in marketing and then became an assistant AD and then 10 years later became an AD and then became an assistant conference commissioner. Those kind of people need to be making these decisions, not the former math professor who got tenure. It's a little shocking. This be such a mean joke. A little shocking that Jeff Vitter is not on the NCAA Board of Governors. <laughs> well, then all we need to do is start sending uh, PowerPoint presentations. Yeah, PowerPoint presentations, man. We'll get all kinds of things done. Expand the playoff. Here's a 12-step way, Jeff. It could be him and two other guys in a video looking pale and pasty trying to explain everything to everybody. All right, but, but hold on a second, okay? So... We, we do the conversation about breaking away from the NCAA. And I understand all the reasons that a lot of people don't want to go that route. Because they believe in the, the blending of college athletics and college academia as a good thing. And I don't disagree with that. I really don't. But the difference between Alabama and Morgan State, the difference between Ole Miss and the University of Pennsylvania, good grief, the the difference between Southern Mississippi and the University of South Carolina at Aiken from the Peach Belt Conference is like the difference between understanding English and understanding Chinese. It, it, it's just not the same. How can you ask the president of the Independent Baseball League of the Great Lakes region to have the expertise to run Major League Baseball. You you can't. It's not what they do. They may be abundantly qualified 
to run the independent Great Lakes League. But that doesn't mean they are qualified to handle the affairs of the 30 Major League Baseball teams. So why is it that Troy Hammond from North Central College of the College Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin is helping to decide how Texas A&M and Florida and Georgia and Auburn should be run. That don't make no sense. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Simple, just call them at 601-605-4443. Trouble down through the waterworks on 55 here this afternoon. Basically from Lakeland all the way down to Fortification and seeing delays 20 eastbound and westbound at times uh, right there at the Norell exit due to resurfacing work. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash covid Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, <laughs> almost. You know. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked. But it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601 355 Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark Relationship Manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. 
Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be part of the conversation? You can do just that on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. A um, couple of things that are on the horizon that we uh, we need to let you about, uh, let you know about. First of all, super tube, super tube, super tube, super talk is what I was trying to say. The super talk YouTube channel. Search super talk Mississippi on YouTube. We call or it supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in Mississippi. And also, this is a wish Wednesday. When a child is diagnosed with a critical illness, life will never be the same. All that feels normal is disrupted. Make-A-Wish Mississippi's mission is to give you back a piece of their childhood. During these challenging times, wishes need you more than ever. Tune in each Wish Wednesday to hear inspirational stories throughout the day of hope from Wish families. Then make life-changing wishes come true by going to ms.wish.org and clicking on the Donate button. Special thanks to our friends at Mississippi Sports Medicine. Mississippi Sports Medicine is our World Wish Day partner. Uh, Jason says, in any event, Borky's right for once. People who have lived nothing uh, in nothing but academia aren't qualified to lead ants to a picnic they really don't know bleep outside of their echo chambers on campus. It's just different. It's what are you qualified for? Uh, I mean, if it's like that, uh, there, I saw an old comedy skit about uh, somebody that got a PhD in French literature and made everybody around them call them doctor. Like he goes to the gate and, okay, Mr. Johnson, have a nice flight. Excuse me, it's Dr. Johnson. And then somebody starts choking on the plane. Is anybody a doctor here? And they point to him, but you know he's he's got a doctorate in French literature. He's not qualified Sociology. to perform medical procedures. I mean, that's the kind of thing here. I had somebody do my taxes for me because I'm not an accountant. 
I have no business doing my taxes myself. That's why we have accountants. Something happened with the suspension in my car. I took it somewhere because I don't know what to do with suspension in my car. But if it came down to broadcasting and stuff like that, I wouldn't trust the tech to do my job just like I wouldn't trust myself to do his. Same thing here. It's not that academics are necessarily bad. We've got a dedicated listener to our show that's a career academic, and he's great. But I wouldn't want them making decisions that directly impact college sports. I agree on that front. I just do, all the way around. And and it's not a slight. I mean, I've got, I have lots of friends who are professors. I do think there's a difference in being a professor in the business school and being a professor in the sociology department. I, I think there's a difference in teaching what's the really hard class that every pre-med major treads taking anyway you picked the right two guys to ask that question to yeah no i, yeah, I, I know exactly clearly, what the pre-med guys are taking it, it's one and two and it's this really difficult science class and for whatever reason i just can't think of the name of it right now uh anyway um There's a difference in teaching classes. Uh, never mind. Never mind. I'm, I'm. Somebody said bio 160. That's not. Uh, that's not what I was thinking about. Um, I, I'm not organic chemistry. That's it. Organic one and organic two. It's like everybody dreads taking organic chemistry one and two. I'm sure there's some chemistry majors out there that are like, nah, it's not a big deal. But organic is what a lot of people struggle with en route to pursuing a pre-med career. I'm not trying to get lost in the weeds. It doesn't make sense for people to be making decisions for all levels of college athletics just because they are a participating member of the NCAA because NCAA Division Three is not the same thing as the FBS level of Division One. It's just not... We don't even give scholarships at the Division Three level. Name, image, and likeness, not really an issue at Washington and Lee. But we have people from places like that who are part of the NCAA Board of Governors that are saying, you know what, Mark Emmert is good for college athletics. Let's extend his deal. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. College Football Fix is coming up next. You're listening to WFMN Florida Jackson, Supertalk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Baroni Street Pros. Online at baronistreetpros.com. News. I'm Steve Rappaport. A judge in North Carolina refuses for now to release body camera video from the fatal police shooting of a black man. Attorney Michael Toddy petitioned the court on behalf of the media. Everyone can have their opinion of what happened. The video may or may not show what happened or how it happened. 
And so releasing that will provide the information. The judge also says authorities must show the family of Anthony Brown Jr. more footage than the 20 seconds they previously saw. Markets finish in the red after an announcement from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. He will stick to a loose monetary policy for now. That means no rate hikes right away. But the Dow took a turn for the worse at the end of the day, down 164 points. Earnings, the other big story in the market, shares of Google and Shopify trading higher on solid earnings results. The Fox Business Network's Jerry Willis. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting 334 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 311,500. With the confirmation of five additional deaths, 7,193 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Tuesday, the CDC loosened mask requirements for the fully vaccinated, which currently covers nearly 773. Mississippians. Additionally, the Department of Health has announced that it's lifting its pause on the distribution of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is co-sponsoring a bill to reinstate the right of adults between the ages of 18 and 20 to purchase a handgun from a federally licensed dealer. Current federal law only allows for 18-year-olds to purchase shotguns and rifles. For more on each of these stories, visit supertalk.fm. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your dig site. And dig safely. Do you want to make more money? Do you need a high school diploma? Do you need help fast? No problem. Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. My Best, improving the quality of life for Mississippians. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. Earlier 
this month, Milwaukee Tool announced plans to expand operations in Grenada and at its three existing Mississippi locations, creating 1,200 jobs. Now, Amazon announced plans this week to build a facility in Vihalia. That would be in addition to a fulfillment center they're planning on bringing to Madison. During an appearance on Supertalk Mississippi, John Roundsville with the Mississippi Development Authority explained what's bringing businesses to Mississippi. We have a very high uh, strategic advantage, competitive advantage when it mm-hmm. comes to being located near the Memphis distribution hub. That's why you see so many distribution centers when yep. you're going up I-55 uh, on both sides of the highway. And anyone who has traveled through the capital city is familiar with Ellis Avenue. A portion of the street is now getting a new name in honor of Grammy award-winning bluesman Bobby Rush. The city council has voted to rename the street Bobby Rush Boulevard from Belvedere to Woodrow Wilson. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. This town been a long time coming, been a long hard drive. Gonna smoke some, gonna drink some, gonna find a little trouble if now we're gonna make some. Five o'clock hour with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. If you would like to be a part of the conversation, we invite you to do just that on the C Spire text line. 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. It is time right now for the College Football Fix. Now that for 43 straight years, Ford has made the best-selling trucks in America, including the F-150, the best-selling vehicle in America. The 2021 version is completely redesigned. 
all different trim levels, all different engine types, and they are all spectacular. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today or visit buyfordnow.com and find out, find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford tough. Borky, you, um, you found a ranking of quarterbacks with a description from the good people at the worldwide leader ESPN. Alex Scarborough was tasked with writing the description of Matt Corral. They pointed to the positives, they pointed to the negatives, and they talked about why certain people were valued in certain ways. Yeah, so they took their preseason top 25 ranking, which has Ole Miss at number 18, which confused some people. They, they are not saying Matt Corral, who they referenced, is the number 18 player for next year's draft behind somebody like Spencer Rattler, for example, or well, Sam Howell, which that one makes a little bit more sense, or Desmond Ritter. It, Ole Miss is just in their preseason ranking number 18. But there was something that he said about Matt Corral. That yeah, and, and, and the story was the most intriguing player from each team in that preseason top 25. Yes, and so they, they said Matt Corral, and what I'm about to read to you is, is very glowing. In fact... Alex Scarborough was very complimentary of Matt Corral, but there's one thing that he says that is another example in a pretty long list of examples at this point of people just completely misunderstanding or being unaware of what Matt Corral does good, poorly, or anywhere in between. So here's what he said. This, by the way, falls into the confused, like kind of the same category as they confuse Ole Miss and Mississippi State just because they don't care. (laughs) <laughs> gotta be, or they just don't watch. Which there's a lot of college football teams. Ole Miss was not not. I mean, they were five and five, so it's not like they were one of the best teams in the country. But sure. still, uh, this is very complimentary. But you'll see what stands out in this excerpt. He said, "If North Carolina Sam Howell is projected the top quarterback in 2022, and no one is saying he isn't, then Matt Corral deserves a mention. While he's a tad short at six foot one and doesn't possess the strongest arm." He has two things every quarterback needs. He's accurate, having completed 71% of his passes last season, and he's plenty capable of making big plays. His yards per drop back is a whopping 9.19, which is the highest of any returning Power 5 quarterback and nearly half a yard higher than that of Howell at 8.74. So high praise, accurate, one of the best quarterbacks in the country, also mentions arm strength not being there while also saying he leads the country in yards per drop back, which is a direct indication of arm strength. But, yeah, so that's what we get on ESPN today. I would have hated to have seen how accurate those two long touchdowns he threw in the Egg Bowl would have been if he had arm strength because he put those balls right on the dot at about 60 yards. 60 and 65. I mean, it's almost like you know there was a certain number of words that had to be plugged in, and so you plug something in and hope nobody catches it, or you're not paying attention when you write. It's a, I mean, there are quarterbacks that you look at and you go, "Yeah, he doesn't really have, yeah, he can throw it, but he doesn't have great arm strength." Matt Corral is a guy that drives the football. I would go so far as to say arm strength might be his number one overall attribute. It's his best attribute. Like, 
if you said who has the strongest arm in the SEC, like I think t- ten out of fourteen coaches would say Matt Corral. Maybe yeah, more. And that's not a deal where everybody goes and lines up on the goal line and just sees how th- far they can throw it. That's not what you're talking about when you're talking about arm strength. You're talking about the ability to make all of the big-time difficult throws in a game setting. Can you throw the deep out to the opposite hash where you drive the football and take away, if it's thrown in the right spot, the opportunity for a corner to jump that route? Can you sit in the pocket and wait for the post route to open up across the middle of the field and then not throw it like a rainbow, but drive it through that window where you hit a guy in stride. That's what we're talking about when we're talking. Can you throw off your back foot and still get the ball down the field? And then, goodness gracious, can you let a runner or a receiver have time, if you've got time in the pocket, to make two moves to get open and then let it fly and hit him in stride between 50 and 60 yards? And the answer for all of those questions are yes, 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 and yes when it comes to Matt Corral. So so then what is this from, from Scarborough? I mean, is it just that big of a glaring error? And that's the only thing that I can possibly think. It's it's little things like that. So so there was something else that I read recently about returning quarterbacks in the SEC, and their knock on Matt Corral was, quote, okay, I don't remember the exact quote, paraphrasing, he is turnover prone, but that's mostly because he spent the year playing from behind. He was turnover prone, and don't get me wrong, this is bad. Like, he cannot do this again. But it was two games where he turned the football over. Two games. One of which, if he turns it over three instead of six, they win because their defense did enough that day to win the game. He turned it over five games worth of turnovers in two games. Exactly. The only issue there. So, so, so we were doing this earlier today, and it was a little eye-opening for me, and, and maybe even for you guys as we were going through this exercise. Like, I was there and saw it all, like, in person, up close and personal. I I know how bad it was, and we talked about how bad it was. Six interceptions and a fumble against Arkansas. Seven turnovers with six interceptions, and then five interceptions against LSU. Matt Corral threw 14 interceptions in 10 games last year. That's a number that's too high, but it's not, like, the most egregious number in the history of the world. But it's absolutely too high. It's two 11 games. of the 14 interceptions came in two games. And the other three interceptions? And, Borky, you did some digging on this. Yeah, I, and I two actually... Two batted balls. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I mistold you one of them. So it wasn't a Hail Mary. It was when Elijah Moore stopped his route against Auburn. Remember that? Just stopped his route in the end zone, and the ball fell into the defensive back's hands. But Elijah Moore should have been there. So it was a, ride, a wide receiver mistake... And two batted balls. So two balls batted at the line of scrimmage. One against Florida where it got batted up in the air and the big defensive lineman just caught it and fell on it. And then there was a batted ball against... um, Auburn. Against Auburn. It was Big Cat Bryant, right? I think it fell right into his... uh, It was one of those freak plays where... So two batted balls and a miscommunication. Yep. So if you're going with like the adjusted passer rating stats... He had 11 interceptions. 
And they came in two games. Which, again, that's that insane. unbelievable statistic. <laughs> How does that happen? He threw 14 picks. 11 of them were in two games. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I got asked on Saturday night, I was doing a little Twitter Q&A, having, having some fun, and a guy asked me, do you think Matt Corral's a Heisman contender? I said, he absolutely can be if LSU and Arkansas does not happen this year. That's it. If he makes the six turnover games, two turnover games, and does that twice next season, yes. He will put up the numbers that will be that of a Heisman contender. But what blows my mind about the way he's written about so far this offseason, and it's only April, it's going to get worse before it gets better, is he is the easiest quarterback to find a flaw in. You don't have to watch a single game. All you have to do is look at the numbers, and you see two <laughs> games that stand out to you where he turned the ball over at an astronomical rate. The other eight games, efficiency was there, deep ball passing was there, accuracy was there, and mistakes were not. He's the easiest quarterback to pinpoint and say, here's what's wrong with him, and yet we still get that wrong nationally. It's crazy. He's the most inaccurately written about quarterback in college football right now. Jeff says he knew what he was writing. They just can't give high praise to Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Delays northbound on Lakeland between Airport and East Metro. Also seeing delays 55 southbound from Pascagoula Street down to the stack and 20 westbound slowing down at Gallatin. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. We think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright scary. That's why at Junikers, we're doing something about it. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th, you can buy directly from the Diamond Cutter. It's the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry Company. Our Diamond Cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds. Fresh production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. Three-quarter carat diamonds for less than $1,650. One carat's for under $2,000. And two carat diamonds for only $5,500. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing. Interest free. Guys, this is how you buy a diamond. The Diamond Expo. Save hundreds, even thousands, directly from our cutters. Three days only. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th. Don't you dare miss it. I'll be here to shake your hand. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. the friggin' wax out of your head. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi. Chris Doring, former Florida Gator great, will join us in about 15 minutes. We'll talk some NFL draft as it pertains to the SEC coming up uh, in just a few minutes. Um, Borky, the you were really intrigued by the back and forth on Twitter Or at least the uh, how do I, how do well, I say it, it wasn't it made actually me think on Twitter. Of something. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So so Yolette McPhee McEwen, the women's basketball coach at Ole Miss, apparently was video conferencing with Dabo Sweeney. I don't know what the connection is there, and somehow Lane Kiffin's name came up, and allegedly Dabo said that he could beat Lane Kiffin one on one in basketball. And then she had some fun with Lane Kiffin on Twitter about that, and Lane made a reference to, we got to get Dabo on Twitter, and oh, by the way, let's play a home-and-home. And that got you thinking. Yeah, and that's kind of basically how it went down. By the way, if you're wondering why Dabo Sweeney was FaceTiming with the Ole Miss women's basketball coach, she was an assistant at Clemson when he was, like, his first few years as a head coach there. So Okay. May have cultivated a friendship at that time, but it made go. me think that I have personal biases that would love to have that series because Oxford is what Clemson people think Clemson is. Uh, Clemson's a boring place. It's nice, but it, there's nothing there. Do you think that when the college football playoff expands, because it's going to, in fact, the Athletic had a story today that said that not only is eight on the table, but there's momentum for 12. That that's what Andy Staples specifically, who's as locked in as anybody, uh, that's what he's hearing, is that there's push and momentum for 12. They're definitely expanding. And when they do... Just just a a quick interjection. Would that mean four first-round buys? You would think so. Four teams get first-round buys, and then you have the other eight play, and then it's an 18 playoff from there? You would think so. So you still have the committee that gets to do the seeding thing. They get to do the top four 
conference champions make it, and then you fill out the other seven somehow, however you want to do it. Um, But regardless, they're not expanding without conference champions being a a recipient of a bid. The The five power five conference champions. There's and then somebody from the group of five. Yeah, and then they'll fill it in. However, but I mean. Maybe that's too much projecting on my part. I do not see a scenario in which conference champions will not be included in an expanded playoff. I agree. Do you think that would inspire a program like Clemson to be more willing to play these home-and-homes with what are lesser programs, an Ole Miss or a Mississippi State, Ohio State doing a home-and-home one game in Oxford, one game in Columbus. Oklahoma doing a home-and-home, home, a game in Norman, a game in Starkville. Because right now, there's no benefit for those kind of programs to be playing in Ole Miss or Mississippi State. You're supposed to be better than those teams, but they can beat you. So there's some reluctance there. Do you think this might inspire more of those games to happen? Because if Clemson were to go to Oxford and lose... It doesn't matter because they'll run through the ACC and make the playoff anyway. Well, that's sort of the point there, right? That's why they wouldn't do it because they don't need it. They can just win their conference. But they, but, they can, but but if a conference play, champion gets into an expanded playoff format, it doesn't matter if you lose one of those non-conference games, right? But the, and that's the case. They're going to play high-profile games. They're not going to you know play low-profile games. That's why you get, that's why Alabama and, and Ohio State have a series coming up. You have Georgia Clemson this year. Uh, Alabama has a series has schedules line up with Texas and with uh, with uh, Notre Dame. LSU has a game with Clemson in the in the foreseeable future. So no, to answer your question, I don't think there'll ever be a time where Ohio State uh, or travels to Starkville or Oxford. I completely understand Borky the rationale. Uh, of your thing, I'm not sure that Clemson is the best example because yeah. they've already got a permanent SEC team on their opponent with an in-state rival in South Carolina, and they're going to go out and play a high-profile game as well, which makes me think that Clemson's going to continue to play, you know, Furman right. and the Citadel for their other two. <laughs> and shout out to Clemson for being willing to do that, though, with the permanent opponent. I mean, they played two SEC teams this year. Good on them. Absolutely. And Georgia plays two high-profile games every year. I mean, they play somebody early in the season almost every year, and they play Georgia Tech. And Florida plays Florida State every year. Now, Florida doesn't seem to play as many of the other high-profile games. I would hope that that type scenario would open up the opportunity for Florida and Miami to play again on a regular basis because I think that's good. An offshoot that's not really going down the same road that you went down, Borky, but kind of tied to the same conversation. Let's just pretend that Andy Staples is right and it does turn into a 12-team playoff. Is that the impetus with conference champions automatically getting in? Is that the impetus for Notre Dame to get to a conference? Or if there are... Five conference champions, one guaranteed spot for the at-large, uh, for a group of five highest-ranked team, and then six at-large spot. Is is there no impetus for Notre Dame to join a conference if there are that many at-large places? Isn't the answer if it's it's an eight-team playoff, they are more likely to join a conference than a twelve? 
expand the access, you make it more likely to get in, therefore... Yeah. You have a better chance of winning the ACC than you do of being one of three at-large teams versus, you know, five or six, whatever it is. Yeah, but I think even in an eight-team playoff, you're only looking at two at-large spots. You think the group of five will have a representative? Yeah, I I think they're going to because I... I, and, and here's why I believe that. I believe because of the Pac-12's consistent absence from the playoff and sometimes the Big 12 being on the outside looking in or sometimes the Big 10, eh, not really them, but, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Because sometimes you have a Power 5 league on the outside looking in. I think the Power 5 commissioners are going to push for conference champions. But for them to get the votes that they need to get everything pushed forward, I think you will have the group of five commissioners kind of band together and say, yeah, okay, if we're going to expand and you want our vote that we're going to go down this road, then you're going to have to guarantee a group of five team getting in as well. And and so that occupies six of whatever number of playoff spots you've got. Greg McElroy is one who has been, you know, consistently beating the drum for by expanding the playoff, you devalue the regular season. Well, does it devalue the regular season if there's six at large spots? If you go to a 12 team playoff where the top four teams get first round buys, the other teams play quarterfinal games. Or first round games, or whatever the. I guess it'd be first round games. And then you go quarter semis championship game. And frankly, for Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Kentucky, South Carolina, Texas AM, kind of pre Jimbo. Isn't the idea of six at-large spots really appealing? Like, you may not be able to get yourself to top four, maybe ever. But if you've got two opportunities to get in, and one of them is a conference championship, and the other is a at-large spot, and there's six of those up for grabs, that gives you a more realistic shot of getting into the playoff, doesn't it? You would think so, but I don't know. I, n- I never know. I'll, I'll, I always don't like speaking in absolutes when we talk about the playoff. I always feel like you, there are some things that are absolutes. The SEC champion is going to get in. The ACC champion is going to get in. But when we start talking about like at-larges and stuff, man, I just you just don't ever know. I do wonder what this does to bowl games. Not that that's important. I do like... I like them. And the more you expand, the less important they are. And Aren't the, are we already there though? Pretty much. I mean, but I mean I, my question is would they start going away? The the changes that we're talking about here don't do anything to the Music City Bowl. It has the exact same amount of relevance today as it would have tomorrow. If change is what you want, then it does feel like it's on the horizon. Oh, it's coming. Chris Doring, college football analyst with the SEC Network and ESPN, joins us to talk about the draft, which is now 25 and a half hours away. 
first round coverage. How many guys from the SEC are going? And what does he think about some of those players? Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, early clouds turning mostly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 66. Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 85. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, slight chances of rain, high near 73. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 44 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit special Work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with proof credit. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting 334 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 311,500. With the confirmation of five additional deaths, 7,193 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Tuesday, the CDC loosened mask requirements for the fully vaccinated, which currently covers nearly 770. 
70,000 Mississippians. Additionally, the Department of Health has announced that it's lifting its paws on the distribution of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is co-sponsoring a bill to reinstate the right of adults between the ages of 18 and 20 to purchase a handgun from a federally licensed dealer. Current federal law only allows for 18-year-olds to purchase shotguns and rifles. For more on each of these stories, visit supertalk.fm. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying existing and new customers. That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the everybody deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an everybody plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. I'm Richard Cross. Time for us to go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Chris Doring joins us right now. He is a college football analyst with ESPN and the SEC Network. If it weren't for some guy named Devontae Smith, he would have more touchdown catches than anybody else in SEC football history. The All-American from Florida and the former NFL wide receiver on your radio right now. CD, what's up, my man? Richard, good to be on with you, man. I'm uh, happy to finally be able to return the favor for all the times you come done our show, man. So thanks for having me on yours. Well, always fun visiting uh, with, with you guys in the mornings on uh, the SEC radio network. Um, I, I want to talk draft with, with SEC guys coming in. And I want to start with a guy here in Mississippi, and I'm really intrigued to get your thoughts on Elijah Moore on two fronts. One, do you think he ends up being picked in the first round? It seems like most mock drafts have kind of come around and have him as a late first-round guy. But maybe more importantly than that, what does his role look like if he ends up in the right situation in the NFL? Well, first and foremost, you know, I think – I've been asked a lot to rank the top five wide receivers in this draft. And, uh, in every case, you know, I, I've included Elijah Moore, you know, kind of as my 5B. You know, you, you got the big three at the top. I got Terrace Marshall. 
uh, Kadarius Tony in there, and, and I think uh, Elijah Moore's right there too. So as you know, when you get into draft day and there starts to be a run on a certain position, sometimes uh, teams panic and they they uh, they address that need maybe before some others. But I, I don't think you can go wrong with with any of those six guys. And and I just look at the way that Elijah Moore was utilized at at Ole Miss, especially last year in Lane Kiffin's system, where you know, he, he was not only the guy that was catching the deep ball, taking the top off the defense, but he could run your short to intermediate routes. He was reliable. Uh, they lined him up at the running back position. He took carries as if he was a, a tailback. Like, I mean, he's, this is a guy that can do a lot of different things. And that's, that's what's being asked of players now, not only in college football, but we're seeing it fil- filter into the, the NFL as well. You know, everybody's talking about Kyle Pitts and, and everything he can do. I think Elijah Moore is kind of the, the same thing. You can you can get a lot of value out of a guy that can be moved around and play not only all five wide receiver positions, but if you need him to carry the ball from the backfield, you can find a way to be creative, creative with him doing that too. You've watched Kadarius Tony very, very closely. How close is the comparison in your mind between skill set for those two guys? You know, I, I think there's uh, there's a lot of comparisons. I think the thing, and this is not to demean any of the other receivers in the draft, but I don't know that I've seen anybody that has the suddenness that Kadarius Tony has. Uh, the fear that he puts in the defensive backs, you know, there's a difference between quickness and being fast. And he's got both of those things, but the quickness at the line of scrimmage when it comes to releases, when it comes to the jerk routes, the return routes, the different things that you know he's able to 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 do that that gets a guy going one way and, and then puts his foot in the ground and changes direction. I don't know that there's anybody that does uh, does it as well as what Kadarius Tony does. So he's a prototypical slot guy in, in the NFL, uh, a guy that really has improved his ability to play the wide receiver position. For the first couple of years at Florida, he was just an X-factor guy. You line him up at the Wildcat spot and snap it to him directly, or you hand it off to him on the jet sweep. Well, now he, he developed into a guy that can – make plays within the flow of the offense, something that, that uh, Dan Mullen had tried to get him to do in the previous couple seasons. Uh, but this year, things suddenly clicked for him. So he became a better route runner. Uh, was able to, to utilize that quickness and speed uh, more effectively because of that. And I think the thing that I just want to see from him is his improvement catching the ball with his hands. You see at times where he, he, he snatches it out of, the, uh, out of the air, but still too many drops. And that was one of the things you saw at the Senior Bowl. So I, I want to see him improve his uh, his consistency catching the football, but I think he's, he's a special receiver. That There's, uh, there's nobody that has uh, the exact comparison, in my opinion, to what Kadarius Tony's able to do. So, Chris, with Mac Jones, we've watched him go from backup quarterback that has to come in and play the last four games of the regular season, or regular season and then into the postseason for Alabama, to starter that puts up statistically, I guess, the best season for a quarterback in SEC history, to potential top five, maybe top three pick. How did we get here with Mac Jones? Well, first and foremost, we're talking about a guy that was in the same quarterback room with Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa. So, you know, regardless of how good he may have been early on, um, it was tough to break through with those guys in front of you. But I think it was actually a benefit for him. I think he got a chance to, to physically develop some. I think he got a chance to get great mental reps. Um, you know, I think the way that the Alabama offense evolved, uh, that's one of the things that's been the most uh, surprising to me is, is going from an offense that was a little more conservative to running the football base to giving the keys to Lane Kiffin and letting him open things up and the way it's evolved from, from him to Brian Dable 
to, to, to Loxley with the RPO game, what he added to it. And now, you know, Steve Sarkeesian last year, building on that with some of his two-man concepts and the way that he utilized formations and motions and, and, and the, uh, the routes down the field. Like, I, I just am really uh, surprised at how well that, that offense has evolved. And with it, you know, Mac Jones was a, a perfect trigger man for what Steve Sarkeesian wanted to do last year. Let's not you know, take anything away from those guys around him. The receivers were tremendous. They got wide open. The offensive line barely let Mac Jones feel any pressure. But at the end of the day, to complete over 70% of your passes with a lot of those throws being 15-plus yards down the field, it's pretty dang impressive, and I think uh, you know it just speaks to kind of the way that things are rolling there in Tuscaloosa, and and what we expect of uh, of Bryce Young now following in those footsteps. Chris, do you think that it takes the right spot for Mac Jones in the NFL, or do you think he's plug and play regardless of where he gets drafted? I think it takes the right spot for anybody in the NFL. You know, I haven't okay. played in that league. It's a uh, it's a it's a, a league where you got to be in the right place at the right time and have a system that features what you do well. So, you know, I, I think maybe more so than some of the other guys when you're thinking about the athleticism of Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I mean, th- those guys um, can do a little bit more when plays break down. But if you're looking for somebody that can, you know, take his steps, stand in the pocket, make throws on time, throw with great accuracy, know where to throw the football based upon what the defense is doing for you, I think Mac Jones is your guy. And that's why I feel like Kyle Shanahan's uh, going to end up taking him. Uh, what they do in terms of some of their their uh, their, their play action passing game, their uh, their bootlegs and naked, those are things that that uh, Mac Jones did a lot of at Alabama, and I think he'll be able to uh, to fit into that scheme very well. Chris Doring, who is a college football analyst for the SEC Network and ESPN Radio, or excuse me, uh, ESPN and the SEC Network Radio Group uh, on your radio right now. We're talking about SEC players in the draft. Fifteen first-rounders last year from the SEC. I'm not sure that we get back to 15, but it's going to be really, really close again this year. Uh, of, of the guys not named Mac Jones or Elijah Moore that we talked about a second ago, uh, who do you think really stands out? Like like out of the first-round guys from the SEC are the ones that step in and just immediately make an impact, assuming what you just said a second ago, they end up in the right situation. Yeah, I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is the guy that gives you the most instant return, and obviously I've got a chance to watch him up close and personal here in Gainesville the last couple of seasons. Uh, he's an absolute freak in terms of, of what he, he can do, that six six frame, 245 pounds, can line him up at the tight end position. He's gotten, he's learned how to, to block better. He's become much more of a, uh, an aggressive blocker at the point of attack. Um, he can also create mismatches in, in, in terms of lining a safety or a linebacker up on him where you can put him out wide and he's way too physical for a corner. So he runs routes like a wide receiver. He's the guy that I think is the, the most immediate instant impact guy, the, 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 the sure blue chip can't miss guy. But I, I look at the, the bottom half of the first round. You know, I, I'm excited about Najee Harris. You know, and, and I know that the wide, uh, the running back position has been devalued significantly in the NFL. But it's a guy that can do it all. And we talked about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year being a, a guy that could do everything for you from, from running the ball from the backfield, pass protection, catching it out of the backfield, lining up wide. So we saw Najee Harris do the same thing this year. And the SEC yeah. Championship game, he's lined up out wide running routes. So, uh, that's a guy that I think, again, most like we talked about with Elijah Moore, can bring value 
deeper than just what the traditional running back does and, and can be a true three-down back in, in whatever offense he ends up in. Last thing for you, only a minute left. We talk about this a lot in December and January when you've got guys opting out. Do you think the NFL cares at all that some players say, you know what, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to skip the last game. I'm going to skip the bowl game so that I can protect myself and get ready. Do they look at that as, oh, you're quitting on your team, or do they look at that as that's just part of where we are right now? I don't think last year they did because of the COVID situation, but I do think there is something to it in a traditional season when you, you know, and I think it's going to happen a lot more, Richard, routine guys just, maybe their season's not going good. They decide, hey, I'm going to go train. Um, you know, it happened this year and gave them a little bit of a, an excuse to do it. I think it might creep into doing it more. But I do think there's something to be said for guys that show up and compete. Kyle Trask was terrible in the uh, in the Cotton Bowl without his guys around him. But, you know, I think that there's a lot of people that respect the fact that he wanted to go out and play one more game with his team as a, as a college player. So I, I do think there's a little bit of that that, that, that factors in. If you're splitting hairs between a guy that, that saw his, his season all the way through and, and one that decided to dip on his boys. CD, really appreciate your time. No, you do. I just finished up football practice with, uh, with your boys, so thanks for spending yeah. us in this afternoon. Good visiting with you. Good to be with you, man. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. Yeah. That's Chris Doring, former star at Florida, played in the NFL for a handful of seasons and all-around good dude on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll wrap it up with you next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. In Madison County, expect heavy delays. 55 southbound, an accident just past the Madison Avenue exit. Has traffic on southbound 55 backed all the way up to Gluckstadt. And down in Hines County, expect heavy delays. 20 eastbound at Norell. And seeing minor congestion east and westbound on 20 at the stack. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down, and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind, sawdust. I mean, bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. The Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. 
At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Interesting tweet from Kendall Rogers just a few minutes ago. Breaking. Sources tell D1 Baseball that the NCAA Selection Committee will now announce 20 possible regional host sites the week of May 10th and will dwindle that number to 16 the night before Selection Monday. So the Sunday of the SEC Baseball Tournament, they will announce the 16 host sites, or, or they'll cut four at least, and then you'll get the field on Memorial Day, that Monday. Yeah. So regional host sites, uh, 20 will be announced the week of May 10th, and then we'll dwindle to 16 the night before Selection Monday. This allows more teams to compete for host sites. Yeah, that's good news for? Sense. Yeah, that's good news for? Ole Miss. It is. Because they will certainly uh, Ole, Ole be. Ole Miss might 20. not be the only school in the state of Mississippi that that's good news for. That might be good news for Southern Miss. For as Southern, well. yeah, you're right, you're right. But now you've got a chance that if you play, if you, even at, depending on what happens this weekend, almost would definitely be in a in a twenty team selection pod. However you want to look at it, no question to, to me for that. 
And then you just have to see how the season finishes up for them. They lose this weekend. They're not in the top 20, though. You don't think? 20? I mean, they were in the regional projections in the 12. They were, they were the, the number two in the 12 seeds. Yeah, but I don't think in, they in do one the, the two seeds that way exactly. Yeah, in the projections. I mean, this would be yeah. five series in a no, row. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a, it's not bad, but I'm saying that I think if of 20 teams, Ole Miss would be in there. Especially when I think the NCAA would look at it in terms of they, they well, yeah, can win two of their finals. swept this weekend. If they were to win one and lose the other two, I would think that they would still be in that group of 20 teams. And they could win two of their final three series and, and finish somewhat strong. So you don't think they losing another series, they would fall three spots? Because they're currently not a top 16 team. So at best they are Well, it depends on where you look. If you at, lose another series, you don't think they're dropping out of 20? Baseball America had them as what, the, the 12 seed or whatever? I mean, it just depends yeah. on where you look. So I think, my opinion, Ole Miss would be in the in the group of 20. Ole Miss is currently at 15 in the RPI, and they're playing number 10 South Carolina in the RPI this weekend. If they were to lose two and win one, I still think they'd be in the top 20 of the RPI. I, I think so, too. Um, but the the point that we've talked about all week remains the same. This does not change the significance of this weekend for Ole Miss in terms of needing to win two. Because if you if you push it out beyond this, so uh, you know there's actually an opportunity. If Ole Miss wins two this weekend, and then they get two from Texas A and M, now you're up to 14 wins. Let's say they get one against Vandy, they get you to 15. And you get two from Georgia, that's 17, and you're definitely hosting. You get swept by Vandy and you win two at Georgia, that's 16 league wins. That's good enough for hosting most years. Yeah, there's a lot you can do in terms of mixing and matching how you get to it. So 12 games remaining in the SEC for Ole Miss. Six and six would get you to 16 and what? 16 and 14. And also, remember, seven and five, you know, and, and anything north of that is almost a shoe in. I don't know if we've mentioned it on this show, but uh, Joel, my, Joel Coleman, my podcast partner, he reached out to Aaron Fit. It is possible there will be some host teams that are two seats. So all, Oxford could host, but almost be a two seat. Yeah. Just ridiculous that they're doing this. I mean, this is insanity. It just feels like they could just do it like normal, and it wouldn't. I understand. I sort of understand. They they want to have like some 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 knowledge in place in terms of getting COVID protocols. I get that, but at the same time, here in Mississippi, we're we're letting everybody in. So, what are we doing? I mean, you just you send an email to 30 teams or however many and say, hey, guys, these are going to be our protocols. Get a plan ready, and if you're the host, then that's the plan you got to execute. I mean, this was so easy. We've there, there have been very few in college baseball this year series canceled because of COVID. Like, the, the cases are going down in most places around the country. Vaccines are way, way up, and it's, knock on wood, has not been a problem has there been a single SEC series canceled because of COVID? No. 
How many players have sat out because of COVID that we know of? Not I'm sure there are a few since but, the very beginning of the season. Yeah, Sarantola week one. That was about so. It. So they're doing it right. The season feels normal, and then the postseason is just going to be blown up and out of proportion. It's a joke. Emmert, comma, Mark. C. Hey. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. We will talk to you tomorrow. First round of the NFL draft begins in 25 hours. Thanks for being with us. Good night. Oh, it's incredible! A Super Talk Mississippi media production.